It's 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. But right now at this moment, my definition of a hero is the state of Texas. From coast to coast and around the world. From America Out Loud Talk Radio. I want to express our thanks to Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. It's time for Truth Be Told with Booker Scott. Chances are you're listening to this right now using a cell phone or some other connected device. Well, first of all, we're glad you're here listening. And the sad part is we've come heavily to rely on our devices, our smartphones, tablets, computers, Alexas, smart TVs. I could keep going. Is there anything that we can do as a society without them? Have you ever left your phone someplace and then realized it and that panic starts? Someone may have it. They may get access to your pictures, your search history, your social media. I've done that before. I left a checkout at a grocery store a couple of months ago. And before I got to the car, bam, that panic set in. Those thoughts start racing through my head. Did someone get my phone? Are they going through my stuff? Are they looking at my personal information? Our lives are in that little thing that we all hold in our hand every day, right now. It's always close, but we still do have a reasonable expectation that our information is private. Our phone and our info, it's secure, right? It's not, and it's even worse than what you may have thought. Are we living in the spy state of America? I'm Booker Scott, and this is The Truth Be Told. Thanks for joining us here on America Out Loud Talk Radio or wherever you found us on a podcast. Uh, Coming up in just a couple of minutes, I'm going to be joined by the founder and president of the Oil and Gas Workers Association of America, Matt Cote. We'll get into a discussion about the latest Joe Biden attack on that energy industry. And you may have seen that some of that info came out over the weekend. It was actually prior to the weekend. I did the show Monday night, and I talked about those weekend news dumps. Uh, The White House does it. Regardless, Republican or Democrat, uh, news that you don't want people to know about, it comes out on Friday. This is another one of those stories, and we'll have Matt come in in just a minute. But first, let's get back to that cell phone. It's right there in your hand. We've come accustomed to that pop-up ad, the, the very thing that we searched online. All of a sudden, we see an ad for it, and we think, wow, this thing must know my thoughts. Well, it doesn't really work that way. We've become accustomed to those pop-up ads for everything that we search online. I, I remember years ago that people saying that thing is spying on me. Well, you should know that the digital advertising search engine optimization industry in America is about $275 billion a year, and it's growing. I've known for years that digital companies sell data. I'm sure you knew that. That's part of their business model. And for some companies, that is their only business model. Google has gotten rich off of it. A lot of people in Google have. You know, without your information being sold to marketers, they don't have a business. Your tendencies online, your age, your income, how many kids, are you a homeowner? All of those things pass through that thing that you're holding in your hand right now. And all that information end up in marketers' hands, and they then can serve you the advertising. I think most of us know that 
And really, we probably just say, oh, well, I get Facebook, I get X, Instagram, I get the Weather Channel free. All those things that I give permission to as an app can now share information. So, so what? I'm getting something of value for what I'm giving them. What if your information has been sold to the United States government by some of these companies? Would you want to know that? What if the government knows you bought a gun on January 5th, 2020 in Washington, D.C. because the Bank of America searched and turned that information over to the FBI because they had requested it? Well, they did that, and we know that. That was in the news recently. But what I'm talking about here is something new and was just revealed at the end of last week. Apparently, Democrat Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon stumbled upon this information and started posting about it over the weekend. The New York Times picked it up and did a story on it. Here's what Wyden put out in a post. Quote, the NSA has confirmed to my office in an unclassified letter that the agency is purchasing American Internet browsing data without a warrant. That's important. That's very important right here. They're going around the proper procedures, meaning getting a warrant, and they're just buying the information. What are they doing with the information? What did you buy? Isn't that curious? The government is spying on you by using companies again. We already know what they did through the Twitter files. We know that government worked with social media companies to censor us, to suppress information. We read all about that. But now, let's go back to Wyden's post. He says, I'm calling on DNI Haynes to stop intelligent agencies from buying up America's data being sold illegally. That's illegally. And it's being sold by those data brokers. This is the spy state of America. Charlie Savage of the New York Times, he wrote the piece on this, and he says that the agencies are buying certain logs related to Americans' domestic Internet activities. He says that there are few details about the nature of the data, other than to stress that it did not include the content of Internet communications. Do you believe that? You're going to take the government's word for that? Recently, the Federal Trade Commission started cracking down on companies that trade in location data that was gathered from smartphone apps and sold without your knowledge. I think it's important to understand as long as you have that phone in your hand and any app is running on that phone that you've given permission to, your data is being collected and now it is being sold. And then it is in the hands of the government. And what are they going to do with it? Where did you go? Did you happen to be on the convoy in Texas? Maybe the government would want to buy that data. If you're a droid user, you need to understand you can never turn off the information coming from your phone. You have an iPhone? Well, good luck. It can be done. You can stop the information there, but it's nearly impossible. Turn off all of your apps. And that would be as bad as losing, as losing the phone at the grocery store. Just be aware to keep an eye on this. The, the spy state of America. We're getting used to it, but we shouldn't. We shouldn't accept it. And while we're talking about social media, the internet, and that smartphone, a lot of young liberal activists, they go to TikTok, and they do it quite frequently, and they try to address their social, cultural, and climate issues 
They organized and put political pressure on Joe Biden, his administration, and other politicians. And we may have just seen that with the news that came out last week about LNGs, and Biden may be putting an end to some of that production. Sometimes these kids get their way, and sometimes they don't, and we'll talk about one of the ways they didn't here in a few minutes. But as the Democrats in Biden start seeing their support from the younger generation evaporating going into the 24 election, I couldn't help but think that this may have influenced some of this decision. I'm not a gas guy. I don't know much about it. But I got a guy. His name is Matt Cody. He is the president and the founder of the Oil and Gas Workers Association of America, and he is a gas guy. I'm going to welcome Matt Cody. Matt, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been a while since we spoke. I guess I had you on a show about a year ago when we talked about things that Biden was doing with the energy sector. And, of course, you represent, I don't know how many thousands, how many do you represent now at the Oil and Gas Workers? Almost 50,000 now. Yeah, congratulations on the growth. And you're, you're out there representing the roughnecks, the truck drivers, the people on the pipelines, and the people that have really been affected by all of the decisions that Joe Biden has made. Not only those people, but all of us have been affected by those decisions. And we see geopolitically what those decisions are doing now around the world, whether it's in Russia and Ukraine or whether it's in the Middle East. We're all paying the price. But thank you for taking the time to join Join us, And the thing that got my attention was every Friday, or not every Friday, but a lot of Fridays, when the White House is trying to hide something, they'll do a news dump. And last Friday, Thursday or Friday, come out at the end of the week, there was this thing about the natural gas liquids. And honestly, I wasn't very familiar with it. And I know that you probably are. And I thought, let's get let's get mad in here and let's have a conversation. I guess what Biden is going to do is put a moratorium and not allow any more exploration or permits for NGLs. Can you tell us what this is about? So actually, uh, exploration is still allowed. Uh, what we're not getting are the LNG permits uh, so that we can have export facilities. Whenever you look at Venture Globals uh, and uh, some other export facilities, especially in Louisiana and Texas, that are waiting, still waiting on permit approvals so that we can export liquefied natural gas to our friends and allies in Europe and free them from really the oppression of a tyrannical regime in Vladimir Putin and Russia. Uh, that is what Joe Biden is pausing. Tell me about that industry, just in general, because I don't know much about it. And I, I assume that you probably have all the answers. What what exactly is the LNG and what is the process for getting it from the ground to Europe? Very simply, we extract natural gas, um, we cool it, um, turn it into a liquid, we ship it. Um, it's regasified uh, on the other end of the shipping process. And then you're able to use natural gas. Um, and so we just change states of matter. You know, Joe Biden, when he came into office, he made a lot of decisions that affected your industry. We remember the Keystone Pipeline was killed. Uh, we became dependent on different countries for for that. And as a result of those decisions, we now see what is happening in Iran. Uh, they've been able to bolster their proxy uh, Hezbollah, uh, Houthis, and Hamas, and supply them with weapons. A lot of people don't realize that Iran over the last three years has probably increased 
about $60 billion into their coffers just because of the decisions that Joe Biden made with uh, energy uh, with energy and, and oil and drill. Uh, we hear Donald Trump say it all the time, drill, baby, drill, and I know you're behind that effort. Refinering, uh, refining in this country now is, uh, from the research that I found, and please correct me wh- where I'm wrong, it, it looks like we can refine about 18 million barrels a day, while America's consumption is about 20 million barrels. So that makes us not energy independent. If we were able to refine 20 million barrels, then we would then be energy independent. Am I on track with that? You are on track. And I want to go back to the thing you said about Iran. You know, three of our service members, three of our military were killed by Iran-backed Houthi rebels this weekend. And we need to all tie that into geopolitics. And we need to put the blame where it goes on Joe Biden. You see Joe Biden delisted Iran-backed Houthi rebels as a foreign terrorist organization. And now those same Houthi rebels have killed three American service members. And so if you want to trace it right back, Joe Biden emboldened and enabled the Iran-backed Houthi rebels who have killed three American service members and uh, who are creating all these attacks, carrying out these attacks on container ships and crude yeah. transports Same guys. in the Red Sea. Yeah, same same bunch, and, and that money is coming from Iran. Uh, You're right. Yeah, you know, I'm, Matt, um, I'm, I'm up against a break right here, so I'm going to take a break real quick, and then we're going to come back and continue the conversation. What about that? Sounds good. So we talk about a lot of different scary things on this show, and the truth is we don't know what the future holds for our money. So that's why I bought a little bit of precious metals like gold and silver, just a percent of my overall savings, but enough to give me just that little bit of peace of mind. And that's why I decided to partner with GoldCo, because now I can give you something that I think you'll love. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free gold and silver kit, which it shows you how to get into the precious metals, tax-free and penalty-free. Even if your money's still in a retirement account, like an IRA or a 401k, and you may already qualify to get up to $10,000 in free silver. You've seen the writing on the wall. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free gold and silver kit because this is about taking control of our privacy and our freedom. I can't predict the future, but I can certainly prepare for it. And you know what? You should be prepared too. At the very least, you should be educated about your choices. Take action. Defend your freedom, your privacy, and your future. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free 2024 gold and silver kit right now. And we're coming back with more of Matt Cody in just a minute. Fiction becomes a religion. Places where nothing is clear. Sanity and reason just disappear. Chairman, there are multiple members that could yield you time. I would ask that you... I will have you physically removed from this meeting if you don't stop. More Truth Be Told with Booker Scott in minutes on America Out Loud. 
Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. And while you're here at americaoutloud.news, make sure that you check out the shop. There's some great things in there. I encourage you to go there and look. There's also the bookstore. And if you haven't been to americaoutloud.news in the new year, I really encourage you to go. It has a brand new look. It's very easy to use. There are great articles there, podcasts. Of course, you're listening on America Out Loud Talk Radio, but there's so much else available at americaoutloud.news. Check it out. We are talking to Matt Cote. He is the president and founder of the Oil and Gas Workers Association of America. And that I haven't given your website yet, Matt, but we should do that before we get back into this conversation. It's OGWUSA.com. If you know anybody in your family, you have friends or whatever that are not part of that 50,000 in this organization yet, go, go sign up. Matt uh, endorses uh, politicians across the country. He gets involved in lobbying for the oil and gas industry. It's a great organization. And Matt, let's get back into the conversation. I kind of cut you off going into that break, but let's get back into the conversation about the geopolitics and and what we're seeing as a result of Joe Biden passing uh, what was called the Inflation Reduction Act, which was only another name for the Green New Deal as $400 billion was allocated from that And, of course, now John Podesta is doling that money out. Uh, Podesta of the Obama administration, the the Democrat operative, he's the one that's passing out all those those gifts to those that uh, they now have to grease the palm of. Are are we going to get back to a point where we are going to be energy independent? We're not if we lose this election. November 2024 is so crucial for our country. We must reelect President Donald J. Trump. 
in addition to that, we need to elect a Senate and a Congress that will help him enact his America First agenda and really put us back on track. You, you and I both know that we became a net exporter while President Trump was in office yeah. there for a couple of weeks in 2019. And right. then, of course, that was about the time we were starting to feel the general effects that we do every year in the winter where it starts to uh, production starts to decline. But then it was very different because 2020 is the year in which we had the double whammy of the downturn of world old demand from the COVID pandemic and then the Saudi-Russia price war that really drove U.S. oil prices into the negative on April 20th of 2020. Very dark day for America and not just for the oil and gas industry, but if every American looked at that day kind of like we do 1929 and the stock market crash. Uh, it was another equally dark day. So, yes, we are going to get back to energy independence if we elect the right people and not just at the federal level. We have to make sure we're paying attention to state legislatures, to county commissions, to city councils, yeah. uh, because the Green New Deal is being enacted on in smaller chunks at the state and local level. In fact, I've just left Albuquerque, New Mexico, where the legislature of New Mexico is meeting, and uh, there is an HJR4, House Joint Resolution Number 4, which has been proposed again this year. It was proposed last year and uh, failed. Uh, but proposed again by these radical environmentalists. And in that bill, it's a lot like uh, the Montana legislation that was passed in 1971, that just this past year, some young little radical environmentalists who have been misinformed and inflamed about our oil and gas industry used that 1971 piece of legislation to shut down oil and gas permits. And they claim some big victory and they they believe they're about to die from climate change. And, you know, you and I were talking about how, you know, people who have a large following like the Taylor Swift's of the world sure. can really impact elections. You know, one of the things about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, it's it's not just that she says dumb things that hurt our industry and hurt all Americans. It's that 15 or 30 million people who think she's a, a, a great representative and think she says really great things. They don't understand how misguided, how completely ignorant, and how harmful they are to our lives. It's more scary that 15 to 30 million people are dumb enough to believe her. That That Let is tell you, that's scary. Yes, it is. Um, but you know, I was talking with Ernest Angelo last week, um, and if you don't know who he is, he's a former mayor of Midland, Texas. This man knows more about politics and oil and gas than I'll ever learn. Uh, he was also President Ronald Reagan's 1980 Texas director. And he, he and I were talking at our Permian Basin chapter lunch this week uh, or last week about the biggest challenge we have. And he's always told me this is getting information to people. Yeah. You know, I, I get a chance every now and then to talk with some of these, uh, quote unquote, un environmentalists. And they're not stupid. They've just been given all the wrong information. And whenever we get them the right information and they are able to judge the facts, they understand that USA oil and gas production is reliable, affordable energy, that we produce oil and natural gas in the most environmentally conscious manner in the world right here in the United States. And they understand that if we allow foreign countries with far less environmentally conscious standards to take over our oil and gas uh, global market share, well, then it makes the problem they believe exists worse. 
They're not stupid. We just have to get the information to them. Let's go back to April 20, as you mentioned a minute ago. A couple of things were going on then. There was COVID happening. And at the, during that time period in history, Donald Trump wanted to uh, replenish our reserve our petroleum reserve, and and he got pushback in the Congress, if you remember that. But the tankers of of oil were sitting in the ocean, and I remember oil going to negative $20, $30 a barrel at that time. And it was really crazy, but uh, something else happened during COVID is uh, some of the refineries in America also shut down. And then others also, they changed over to biofuels. And the the ability to refine enough oil on a daily basis for our consumption has to increase as well, too, doesn't it? It's not just a matter of bringing the oil consumption down. We have to be able to refine enough to sustain us. Bingo. And I'm so glad that you came back to this topic because I wanted to talk about refining capacity. That's always one of the most important components to oil and gas production. Uh, You know, while President Trump was in office, there were a lot of turnarounds, a a lot of outages, a lot of planned and uh, accidental uh, refining capacity shutdown. And so whenever we look at who controls our refining capacity, we have to be concerned about, say, Mexico's government uh, and Pemex taking 100% control of Deer Park Refinery just southeast of Houston, Texas. We have to look at how Saudi Arabia uh, controls 100% of America's largest refinery in Motiva. Now, we do have new refineries coming online, uh, the one that's going in Cushing, Oklahoma, and that's great. Uh, but whenever we look at geopolitics and we look at what's happening right now under President Biden, Well, then you need to pay attention to this. OPEC is holding to production cuts. They are holding down, which elevates the price a little bit. But while President Trump was in office, they were all out to tank U.S. shell. And so uh, our enemies are currently working with the, the, the resident of the White House. And that's the only reason we're seeing record production levels. And Joe Biden supporters sometimes like to point to how well the oil and gas industry is doing now. But you have to look at what our economy is like. Yes, we have record production levels, but that's starting to decline. And if we don't start drilling now for future production, we're not going to be able to maintain that. But you talking about refining capacity, we always need new refineries and we need American owned refineries. We don't need to let our adversaries take control of one of the biggest uh, uh, cogs in our supply chain. We don't need to let other foreign countries have a lot of the things that we allow them to, like microchips. And we, we're learning that the hard way. We, we, we seem to learn a lot of things the hard way. Uh, as I brought you into this hour, I was talking about the nutcases on the left that get on TikTok and uh, try to change things and, and have influence on people. You mentioned it as well in our conversation and let's go to the Willow Project a minute, because I think, uh, you know, as, as hard as we are on Joe Biden, they they did allow the Willow Project to go through. But there were a lot of people on the left that were upset about it. And those same TikTok kids that I mentioned earlier, they were really upset about it. And, and of course, they ended up taking that to court where a court recently in November upheld that decision to allow that Willow Project to go forward. Tell everyone a little bit about that project. 
Yeah, that was a win-lose. And in fact, it was a lose-lose because, yes, it got approved, which Joe Biden had said he was going to back that project and had on the campaign trail. Um, but it was also a lose-lose because he limited the area of exploration to three of the five uh, and, and excluding two of the largest areas. And so while it looks like a win for our industry and certainly a win for our industry, it's not the biggest win we could have gotten. Because Joe Biden and his administration still limited the area that we could explore. Now, uh, environmentalists, uh, those especially on the radical end of the spectrum, uh, they are never happy if there's oil and gas pumping. I talked with a New Mexico regulator who said some of these environmentalists come to him. They go, well, we want you to ban oil and gas. He says, OK, well, what do you, what do you want us to replace the revenue right, with? They're right. like, I don't know, hiking trails. And he's like, I don't think you understand. And in fact, you know, uh, here in New Mexico, over a three and a half billion dollar surplus to the state budget because of oil and gas production. And if we were to eliminate oil and gas from every state, we'd have a hard time replacing all of that. And I, and I would dare say it would be impossible. And so we would have to cut out funding for schools, for roads. Our jobs also fund first responders, social services, hospitals, and people in this country who don't understand that a world without oil and gas is, is really nothing like the modern world. They need to understand that that revenue is what pays for the lifestyle they have. So yes, on the Willow Project, I, I mean, we're, we're grateful that Joe Biden and his administration went back in and approved that project. But what people see on the face is, oh, he approved the Willow Project, but they don't understand he also limited it to what it should be. President Trump, of course, uh, with his reelection, will reopen all of America to drilling and really make us energy independent. The Green New Deal, we've mentioned that a couple of times. The Inflation Reduction Act is really what it was called. And that's what they do. They name it one thing, but they do something completely different. $400 billion went into that Green New Deal from the Inflation Reduction Act that, that really just increased the inflation. It didn't reduce anything. And that's and, you know, but, absolutely right. But, but Matt, America was not ready for that yet. I don't know. I've never met a conservative that isn't for conserving pretty much everything, including Earth including gas right. and oil. And it's just a matter of uh, the government forcing us to buy electric vehicles when we don't have the infrastructure in place yet. Let it happen. It will happen. And now, all of a sudden, we are seeing the car makers push back on it, and they're losing money. They are. And in fact, uh, Ford, whenever they first announced they were going to institute and implement some of these EV mandates and go to making these EVs, they said that they were going to have to cut 8,000 jobs in order to be able to afford to make these EVs. A Hertz rent-a-car just recently announced they were dumping 20,000 EVs because nobody wants them. It's hard to replace them. They're very expensive. And uh, we know that internal combustion engines are not only reliable, but they're affordable. You know, um, a lot of these green fantasies and the money that is being thrown after them, you, you mentioned uh, biofuels. There was a biodiesel plant, I believe in California several years ago, that took about $300 million in federal subsidies. And when the money's out there, somebody's going to take the money. There's probably a federal study for uh, how many 
licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? You know, um, and there's somebody out there who takes that federal money to watch a bunch of owls lick a bunch of Tootsie Pops <laughs> and find out how many licks it took. And so we know that that's how federal subsidies work. Somebody's going to get that money. Um, and so biofuels, you know, especially the biodiesel winds up uh, costing about three times as much per gallon and nobody wants it. But there was a federal subsidy in it. You know, one of our advisory board members, a really genius guy, um, and he doesn't talk a lot. Uh they're in Midland. His name's Troy McCoy. And Troy McCoy said, we have got to stop letting the government pick winners and losers. That's what's happening. Yeah. Is this administration, the Biden administration that said they were going to transition away from our oil and gas jobs, is spending every American taxpayer's dollar on unreliable green fantasies. Matt, you mentioned that getting the truth and getting the information in front of people is important. I worked with a guy years ago. We started working together in 1986 at a radio station, Magic 96, in Nashville, Tennessee. We were separated for years, but then got back together uh, from 2007 to 2012. His name was Phil Valentine. He was uh, syndicated on Westwood One, and he uh, wrote the book, Conservative Handbook. He also did a movie, and it's called Inconsistent Truth. If you have an opportunity, uh, if you're listening to this right now, Google that. L- look it up on YouTube. It's about an hour and a half uh, documentary. It's really, really good information because what Matt was talking about is you can find scientists, and this documentary does this, that can say the exact opposite of what Joe Biden's scientists say. When it comes to climate control and everything uh, or climate uh, climate problems, everything that they are forcing us or trying to force us to do has to do with those lies. And um, I'm not denying that maybe the temperature will be one degree or two degrees warmer at some point. I think it's pretty arrogant to think that we have all the answers to know why that is. Anyway, you're listening to Matt Cote. He is the president. He is the founder of the Oil and Gas Workers Association of America. The website is OGWUSA.com. Matt, before I let you leave, how are the guys in the business doing? Are, are they surviving through this administration? Oh, heck yeah. The men and women who work in the oil and gas industry are some of the most resilient, hardworking people in the world. And the thing uh, really is that most people who work in our industry don't have the time or the energy to pay attention to every economic geopolitical force that's working against our jobs and our families. You know, most people who who work in our industry work 12, 16, 18 hours a day. They're away from their families oftentimes for two, three weeks, uh, months at a time so that they can make a living and power the nation and fuel the world. And so, yes, the men and women who work in this industry are holding up just as well as they always have. Um, it's just, you know, it sucks whenever you've got an administration that is doing everything it can to kill your job. Last question for you. Do you have a VP pick for Donald Trump? Absolutely. Um, first of all, our our website, now I want y'all to find this, is OGWAUSA.com. We're going to have our website, uh, our, our pick for VP up there right after President Trump makes it. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. I'll watch for you on Fox. You used to be on Fox News like 
every other day for a while, but I haven't seen you lately. So I guess Fox has moved off of the energy problem. I said that we should have done this when Paul Ryan was the speaker and vacated the chair. Some people at Fox may not have liked that a lot. (laughs) Well, Matt, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Always enjoy talking with you. Thank you so much for having me on. Be blessed. And I always enjoy having the opportunity to speak with Matt Cody there. And again, let me give you that website because I I left out part of it a couple of times when I gave that website. It is O-G-A-W-U-S-A. Dot com. If you know anybody, if you know anybody in your family or friends that could use the services of the Oil and Gas Workers Association of America, please go to that website. The Department of Defense has released the names of those that were killed in Jordan over the weekend. I'll have those for you. It's coming next, right here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. While you're here, make sure you go to americaoutloud.news, check out the great content, the articles, the podcasts, and don't forget to go shopping. Go to the shop at americaoutloud.news. More Truth Be Told with Booker Scott in a minute on America Out Loud. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with Pure Plant Protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. 
Well, the year 2024 must be the year of the Patriot and AmericaOutloud.news will equip you with all the information you need to give new meaning to the words Patriot Act. For our actions always ultimately define our words. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Unfortunately, over the weekend, America gained three new Gold Star families. And wouldn't it be great if we never added another Gold Star family? It would be. And you take all the politics out of it because, yeah, it's easy to go there. But these were our fellow Americans that paid the ultimate price. They gave their life. So when you take all the politics out of it, these are our brothers and sisters. They have families. Our thoughts are with them. The Department of Defense has released the names of the three that were killed in Jordan. I'm going to read their statement now. The Department of Defense announced today the death of three Army Reserve soldiers who were supporting Operation Inherent Resolve. They were... Sergeant William Jerome Rivers, 46, of Carrollton, Georgia. Specialist Kennedy Layden Sanders, 24, of Waycross, Georgia. And Specialist Brianna Alexandria Moffitt, 23, of Savannah, Georgia. Died January 28th. 2024. U.S. forces have been attacked approximately 66 times since October 17th. 32 separate times in Iraq, and 34 separate times in Syria. U.S. personnel have sustained approximately 62 injuries, but this does not include any injuries from last night's attack as they are still being evaluated. That is Department of Defense Deputy Spokesperson Sabrina Singh there. And she's, uh, addressing, some, she's addressing some reporters there in a press conference, and you hear the stats and over 160 attacks in total, and and she said 66 attacks on U.S. troops. There's a distinction. A lot of the bombings and the missiles and the drones have just hit sheds and, and things that are attached to the United States, not people. But now people have died. There's a possibility that this could all escalate. 
And as we know, the Biden administration has launched some counter-strikes. They have not been effective, obviously. We see that this is not slowing down all of these Iran-backed militia groups. If anything, it's getting more and more. What has the Biden administration done? Well, they have bombed sheds, and they've given a heads up to the Iranians that they were going to do it. The reporter asked uh, Sabrina Singh here about that, that very thing, and she comes back with this response. I know 66 is a high number, but again, we have days sometimes where we don't have attacks. So is it, it like, would you say that the strategy is not working if one day goes by where there's not an attack on U.S. forces? I'm not saying that that's the way to caveat it. But what I am saying is that we're not seeing we don't want to see this conflict widen out. Um, we will respond when we feel at the time and place of our choosing that we need to respond. We have three times already. We did again last night. Um I, I wouldn't say that, again, it's not working. Um, I would say that we are being very deliberate in our strikes and what we target. These groups, while uh, have, have inflicted some minor damage to infrastructure, um, right now we are seeing non-serious injuries, um, minor damage to infrastructure in comparison to um, weapons facilities being destroyed, uh, a command and control center node being leveled. Um, and, and so again, and, and another, um, I'm sorry, and a training facility also uh, destroyed. So again, if you look at this, the, the, um, the scope and the, the ability for us to respond, we've been very precise and have inflicted a lot of damage. That's debatable, probably subjective, depending on how you look at it, how effective it is being. But we have three dead Americans. We have 40, 50 injured and they are sitting ducks. We're going to get into some of what the Republican senators are saying. Some of those that you can expect want war. We'll, we'll read one of Lindsey Graham's comments from over the weekend in just a minute. Here is more of Sabrina Singh. You'll hear me say a lot on this program I have the last couple of nights about these are Iran-backed forces, militias. They are the Muslims, the Houthis. They are... Hezbollah. So how do we know that? Let me let you hear the Department of Defense say it. So you know that it's not just coming from me, and it's just not coming from other people and other talking heads out there. This is the Department of Defense. Again, Sabrina Singh. We do know that Iran-backed militias are responsible for continued attacks on U.S. forces in the region. And as the president and the secretary have stated, we will not tolerate continued attacks on American forces— and we will take all necessary actions to defend U.S. military men and women forward deployed. And we will do so at a time and place of our choosing. Are you willing to say that the conflict is no longer contained and it's spreading? I wouldn't say that the conflict is spreading in that we've seen over 100 attacks on U.S. forces, unfortunately, over 100 attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria and, of course, now in Jordan. Um, we don't want to see a widening of this conflict. We don't see this conflict widening as it still remains contained to Gaza. But this attack was certainly escalatory in that it killed three service members, three of our U.S. service members. And um, as the president has said, uh, we don't see conflict. We don't want to see a, widen, widen, a widening of a regional war, um, but we will respond at a time and place of our choosing. Of course, we hold Iran responsible as they are supporting these groups, these groups that continue to inflict uh, 
casualties on our forces, whether it be in Jordan, Iraq, or Syria. Um, we absolutely hold Iran responsible because we know that they fund and train and support and equip these militias that operate in Iraq and Syria. As everyone in the world and we sit and wait for Joe Biden and his administration to respond to the three dead American soldiers, we see that Republican senators have plenty to say. Over the weekend, many took to social media to start spreading their idea of what they would do. And you hear there the Department of Defense is very careful. Let's not escalate. Let's not widen this. Of course, that is what Iran has been doing through their proxies. But the Biden administration wants to be very careful here. I mentioned this last night. I am sure that our military has had plans. I watched many generals over the weekend that said that. They have had plans in the works for months. Now it's up to Joe Biden to select which plan to respond. So should he respond like Lindsey Graham says he should? And Lindsey Graham says, hit Iran now. Hit them hard. I don't know what that means. That's, I have no idea. You know, Lindsey Graham has never met a war that he didn't love. The guy's never been to war, could never go to war, doesn't have any children to put in a war. But he is really excited anytime there is a missile, a bomb, or a drone anywhere around. What does John Cornyn say, the senator from Texas? He says, target Tehran, which is the capital of Iran. That's interesting. Does that escalate things? Does that get out of control really fast? I don't know. Those are tough decisions. And again, that's why you would want the leader of the free world, the commander-in-chief of the United States, to have all of his faculties. You would want him to be able to make good decisions. And really, when it comes down to it, you and I both can probably agree that it has never been Joe Biden in control of Joe Biden's White House to begin with. So hopefully, whoever that person is, whether, I'm sure you have your theories, I have mine, hopefully Barack Obama makes the right decisions. And we pray for them. Anthony Blinken, Jake Sullivan, Lloyd Austin, we pray for him, the Secretary of Defense. These people are in a tough spot right now. Our country is in a tough spot. It's not just all about politics all the time. And we should probably remember that. Here is something that uh, another senator, another Republican senator, put out over the weekend. I think I have a lot of respect for him. His name is Tom Cotton. He is a Republican senator from the state of Arkansas, and he was in the military. So he has taken an oath to give his life. Let's see what he says about Joe Biden and the response that we should give to Iran in this situation. I'll read this word for word. Joe Biden emboldened Iran for years by tolerating attacks on our troops, bribing the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars, and appeasing them to no end. He left our troops as sitting ducks, and now three are dead, and dozens wounded. Sadly, as I predicted, would happen for months. The only answer to these attacks must be devastating military retaliation against Iran's terrorist forces, both in Iran and across the Middle East. Anything less will confirm Joe Biden as a coward 
unworthy of being commander-in-chief. And so we'll keep our eye on the Middle East and the response from Joe Biden. We're going to move down to the border now. It seems like it is in the news constantly right now. It was a huge inflection point between Texas, the federal government, and SCOTUS, but now it seems to have calmed down a lot. There are a lot of things like that. If you pay attention, it seems like every other day there's something that blows up and it's the end of the world for so many people, and it really becomes the distraction. And I think we are we allow ourselves to be distracted so much by things that really aren't a distraction. We have a convoy heading to Texas uh, by February 3rd, I guess, is when it is supposed to be there, of truckers. They are trucking across the country. And now it looks like Mayorkas is finally going to be impeached. He should have been impeached a long time ago. The question comes, then, who would replace him? Do you really think it's going to be any different? I don't personally believe that it will be any different. Probably be someone just like him. But I want to take you back in history. I want to go back to April of 2023 to a congressional hearing. I covered this on my show last year. But I want you to hear this because this is a lie in Congress. Keep in mind that people do get arrested for lying to Congress. It's happened recently. April 2023, here's Mayorkas under oath. Does DHS have operational control of our entire border? No, sir. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I'd like to share it with the American people. This is the actual definition of operational control that is in the code written into the code well before I came to Congress, the definition, and I appreciate the honesty of Chief Ortiz. What you can't see there is what Representative Mark Green put up for everyone to see. I'm going to read it to you now. This is the operation control definition. In this section, the term operational control means the prevention of all unlawful entries into the United States, including entries by terrorists, other unlawful aliens, instruments of terrorism, narcotics, and other contraband. So that's the definition of it. You just heard there that Chief Ortiz said and testified under oath that they do not have operational control. Will you testify under oath right now? Do we have operational control, yes or no? Yes, we do. And we have operational control of the borders. Yes, we do. And That's Congressman Chip Roy. He is questioning in another hearing at another time, Mayorkas, right there, he's lying under oath. Let's continue on with the questioning with Mark Green to Chief Ortiz. Chief Ortiz, do you think that uh, Secretary Mayorkas is lying there? Sir, when you talk about operational control, about 10 years ago, we used operational control as a measuring stick of our effectiveness along the southwest border. Uh, my new strategy is geared towards um, uh, mission advantage. So, you you know, I, I, I'm asking a very specific question, yes, and I, I, you're, you're kind of describing how, how, how the goalpost has been moved because of the mass waves of people that are coming. My question, you heard the secretary. He said we have operational control. That's the definition based of operational control. Based upon the control. definition you have, sir, up there, no. We don't have operational control. No, sir. But is Secretary Mariuk's line? I don't. I didn't see the rest of the testimony there, sir. He so was at. You, you saw. He was asked if we had question. operational control, and he said yes. I, I think it's either it's either ignorance, which is unacceptable, or it's lying. 
Well, there's a lot for us to be watching and a lot to be keeping up with right now happening in the world and happening right here in our country. What will happen with Mayorkas? What will happen with the impeachment? What will happen with Joe Biden and his response to the Middle East, to Iran, to the attacks on our military in Jordan and Syria? All of that is coming up in this week, and this world just keeps moving faster and faster all the time. The news cycle is incredible. We appreciate you for being here and listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. My name is Booker Scott, and I don't expect you always to agree with me. In fact, I think it would be a very boring world if we all agreed with each other all the time. When you don't agree with me, or if you do agree with me, you can go to americaoutloud.news, go to the show page, Truth Be Told with Booker Scott, and all you have to do is send me a message. I'm always happy to get them, I love getting them, and I will be happy to respond to you. You are the best part of America Out Loud talk radio. We appreciate you. We'll do it again tomorrow night. Until then, remember, you were told 2,000 years ago that you are the salt of the earth, so keep being salty. There is only one truth. You've been listening to The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott on America Out Loud.